Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here. Welcome to the podcast. So good to have you here on this beautiful day in my town of Lodi. The sun is brightly shining. The skies are blue. There's a gentle breeze blowing through the trees and there's dew upon the grass sparkling like little diamonds. And uh, man, all I can say is thank you for being with me here on this beautiful day. Listen to God's word. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because God can't lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. And then again, Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Our text from Hebrews 6 and Matthew 19. (laughs) I love those verses. You know, without stating the obvious, have you ever found yourself facing some impossible situation at least it looked impossible to you it might be a relationship that's seemed to have been broken down irretrievably or perhaps it's the doctor's report and it doesn't look good or your banker is calling you on the phone and going hey what are you going to do about this bank account or something else where it seems that change changing it seems impossible So there you are in your stupor, your mully grubs, feeling sad about your situation. Then here comes Johnny Christian boy, and he says, listen, there's always hope, no matter how bad things look. And then they quote, with God, nothing is impossible. (laughs) Wow. You're thinking, oh, that's so easy for you to say. But friend, it is easy to say, but it is emphatically true. Without, with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. So, when we stop to consider, think about it for a minute. When we stop to consider God's actions, you have to remember, amen, that God is always the same, never changes. I know, I, I understand the law of reciprocity. For every action, there is a reaction. Or as the Bible says in Galatians 6, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant or, as we say, reap what you sow. And though the principle of reaping and sowing is in fact established in the natural realm, Amen. In the natural realm, when we compare ourselves to God. On the other hand, there's no comparison in like matter between God and his creation. Man does not judge God. And God swears by none other. For he, listen to me, for he alone is sovereign and his oath is sovereign. And if we look into the scriptures carefully, it's worth noting that we discover throughout the Bible that God is 
not only omnipotent and all-powerful, but we also discover that he's not equaled, nor is he surpassed by anyone or anything. So I think we can establish, amen, and conclude that God has no cause. He is uncaused. In other words, there's no action ever taken, ever taken, that caused God. And why? For God is the great I am. So ask yourself this. Is there anything in this universe that had no beginning? I mean, what is there in the entire universe that had no cause? Well, the only answer is this. God. There was no cause of action for God to be God. And I'll tell you why. God alone is the cause of all that can be seen and also that which remains unseen. Because God is the cause of all creation. God knows all that you know and and knows all that you can learn. So my point here in this is the effects of design are the results of the actions taken by God. And so for this reason, we worship him as the creator. Why? Because he is the genesis of time and matter. He's the architect of destiny. Nothing stands in his way. His divine intentions shall come to pass. God will have his will done. He is all that seems impossible. And that's why we can say with great confidence, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. So there could be no other explanation. Since God is eternal... He would not have created himself because he would have had to be or would have had to have existed before. And so it's illogical that God is the result of a cause. Neither you nor I can fathom God, for all his ways are impossible to know. His thoughts are opposed to any of our ideas. So what am I saying? What are you saying, Brother Johnny? I'm saying that God's thinking and your thinking and my thinking are different from each other, that they cannot be made compatible without God's intervention. We can't know what God's thinking unless God shows us. Amen? Unless he speaks, unless he reveals it by his spirit or his word, we can't know what he's thinking or what he's doing or why he does it. So our faith is an act of Simple trust. Despite our lack of complete knowledge or the capacity to comprehend, I can't comprehend it. I don't know how this cancer is going to go away in that patient who's been deemed, uh, you know, to die unless there's a miracle. And then they get that miracle. I, I can't explain to you other than That windfall came by the great hand of God and suddenly you had enough money. Our faith in him is held up as the highest example of our knowing God. I know God because I believe. Someone says, how do you know? Because I believe. My beliefs are then noted by my actions. I'll show you that I'm trusting God. Even though I can't see, 
or even though I can't understand how God's plan is going to work out, I will live my life in faith with great expectation. See, God takes what is unseen to us and makes things which later on we can see. And his actions require no cause. He therefore, God therefore, needs no motive or purpose to take action. This sort of action defines the statement, with God, nothing is impossible. Now, does this all mean that there was no purpose in all that God does? Well, the answer is in the Word of God, Isaiah 55, 8. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. I mean, think about that. When it may seem that God is not answering your prayers, remember this. We may never in this world understand why God does or does not take a specific action. And even though we confess and believe there is nothing that God could not perform, after all, He is God, we still must take to heart that our comfort comes in knowing that every action He takes will indeed always be the best action for you. Think about that. The truth is that in God's wisdom, He may not take up the fight for which we petition Him in the manner that we desire. And, and why is that? Because God is love, His nature is love, and God chooses what is best for us according to God's love for us. Your prayers alone will not give you the leverage to make God take a specific action. It is all in how you ask. When you ask believing that you are prepared to accept His will for your life, you're asking for God to have His way. Remember, you can't manipulate God, but you can ask God to have His way. Why? Because God, your Heavenly Father, knows best for you. Now, a lot of people are disheartened by what I said. But I want you to be of good cheer. God heard your petitions every time you prayed. He also answers you every time you pray. Howbeit, not necessarily in the manner you asked or hoped. And I think if you're honest, you'll say Amen. But with that said, let me add this comforting thought. If you believe God has told you that he's going to do something that is entirely beyond your understanding, yet so awesome at the same time, well, believe it. Remember what God said in Isaiah. My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. He will do things that are far beyond what your mind can imagine. And in the end, it will be so much better than your plans. I mean, all over the Bible, we read stories about people who faced impossible difficulties. Moses at the Red Sea, Daniel in the lion's den, etc., etc., etc. Listen, when the impossible meets God, we need to change our thinking and say, I am possible with God. I cannot fail, for God is with me and for me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Can you say amen to that?
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because I am possible with God. I cannot fail with God because God is with me. So if you're facing an impossible situation today, whatever your impossibility may be, take it and introduce it to God who specializes in impossible situations. As Jesus said in the book of Mark chapter 10, with people it's impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. I am possible with God. That's a beautiful thought, my friend. I want you to hold on to that thought. No, there's nothing that caused God. God is and God has always been and God has always will be. I can't manipulate God. I can't make God do what I want specifically. But I can ask God for what I want specifically. And God will respond according to his great wisdom and great knowledge and give to me what he knows is best for me because God loves me. So with that said, take confidence and comfort in knowing that those prayers that you're praying, God's hearing them. And by the way, he's going to answer them according to his great will and his great design for your life. Shouldn't that be enough? Shouldn't that be enough to have the will of God performed in your life? Wouldn't you say that you believe that God's will for your life is to be, is the best way? I think you would. So Father, we pray today for thy will to be done in every situation that seems impossible for us today. In Jesus' name, amen.